Hey, this is H1, and we're about to be running it back with another episode. Almost forgot, almost forgot what I begin these episodes with. That is crazy. H1 can be forgetful sometimes, but it's good to switch it up though, because you wasn't expecting it. You wasn't expecting me to switch it up. Don't even call me H1 anymore. Don't even call me H1 anymore because I'm changing it to H2. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's just skip all that and just get into this segment, this episode talking about distractions. Part two, because I talked about it last time, but I didn't get to say the story that I wanted to say because it would have been too long and... I'm glad that I can talk about it now, free range, and have a whole session just getting through this, explaining my point, finishing my point on the last distraction episode. Please continue with me as I talk about a story of the smells, the things that I have seen as H1. I, it's really complicated, but as I explain it, just make sure that you're visualizing the setting that I am talking about that really distracts somebody from playing their best game at a chess tournament. But before I do that, let me just tell you that I do have an Instagram called H1 Chess. I do have a Facebook. Uh, I have a Facebook group called Chess Knowledge with H1. I have a YouTube. My number one goal on the YouTube is to get 1,000 subscribers. So if you can help me out with that, it's just knowledge with H1. Please come through. If you're listening to this, please come through. My goal is to get a thousand subscribers on YouTube so that I can keep on doing this. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> oh my goodness. H1 makes himself laugh all the time. But let's continue with this segment. Let's move on. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, I just want you to imagine something. Just a young teenager going to a chess tournament. And this chess tournament wasn't a normal chess tournament that I was used to. Before this, I was always going to chess tournaments time control that was at least 30 minutes. I've never experienced a tournament with hour-long time controls. An hour from, from my opponent and an hour from me. So, I went to this chess tournament feeling like, hey, I got all the time to think now. And that's exciting. That's exciting because I can answer all the questions, figure out the positions, analyze a little bit more during the chess time. It it was going to be great. And I was ready. 
honestly, I had no doubts. I just wanted to experience what this will be like. And this was the first time I got a USCF rating going to this tournament. But I got to start from the beginning. First of all, my brother took me to this tournament. It was a long car ride. We went to Columbia, Missouri. Shout out to everybody at Columbia, Missouri. If you live there listening to this podcast. But if you don't, if nobody lives there that's listening, hey, shout out to everybody that is listening (laughs) because everybody is included with the H1 episodes. I want to say that I'm connected to you. But anyway, it was a long car ride from where I lived. It was about three hours, three hours away from Kansas City. And we went on this long car ride. Now, this was a long trip. We went there, it was a Saturday, it was a weekend, and we went there with some more friends, pretty much more friends that we knew that were still in high school, and they joined the tournament too. And then we got the USCF rating, and that's when I got my official 1500 question mark rating. (laughs) I still haven't played 20 games, so it wasn't official yet until I played 20 to 25 games. I think it's 25. I don't know. Y'all should hit me up and tell me. But, yeah, we got started in this tournament. I remember winning the first round. I remember winning the first round. The first round was easy. The first round was Gucci. I won it like it was nothing. And it took about two hours to win it. And this tournament was three rounds. I don't think they could do more than two days at this place that we was at. You know, one weird thing that I remember, which is going to be evident, I'm going to talk about this pretty soon, but, and, oh, what the heck, what was that? But anyway, one thing I wanted to say was, across the street from the tournament, there was a McDonald's, just randomly, just wanted to say that, there was a McDonald's, and if you didn't think that I was getting McDonald's before this tournament, with my big bro, P-Money, we definitely did. That definitely happened. So you you was correct. If you don't know about my if you don't know about my cravings of McDonald's before the tournament, you should look you should listen to the rest of the episodes. Because you should know. Even now, you should know how much I loved McDonald's when I was a little kid. And not only the other menu foods that were on there, but the breakfast was the best thing in McDonald's. The sausage biscuit. The sausage McMuffin. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. I don't care for the burgers. Give me a McDouble. I'll throw it in the trash because those burgers, just open it up and you see that flat, that flat meat right there. And the meat is the meat is tearing off of it and then it's like white and pink on it nah nah i don't want that i want the sausage the sausage mcmuffin that that was mine but yeah that's important because it kind of coincides to what happened at the tournament but i won the first round got some lunch got into the second round then i had to experience something horrible something that shouldn't have been allowed but it was 
It was an hour-long tournament, no increment. I sat down with the black pieces, and I was ready to go. I was ready to throw out whatever I was playing back then, which I think I remember. I was playing the French defense back then. I was a French player. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I played the French defense. I don't play it now. I play openings like the Sicilian nowadays because I want to put pressure on white. I want them to make sure that if they win, it's going to be a tough battle. But back then, I was playing the French defense. And then I was sitting there. My opponent came up. Big gentleman, you know, big guy, tall. But it was it was weird. He sat in front of me. We don't call him Todd. Todd sat in front of me. And instantly, when he sat in front of me, there was constant distractions that were flowing through my head. First of all, the aroma that were around our chessboard was horrible. It was disgusting. I tasted the aroma that was coming from his side, from Todd's side. Now that I'm thinking about it, have you ever had that experience where you're an adult and you would have done things differently as a kid? Man, I wish I would have just turned to, uh, told the tournament official, hey, this guy stinks. How am I supposed to play a perfect chess game? Why, how is this a safe environment for me to play a perfect chess game, to do the best that I can, especially since I don't have an official rating yet. But I digress. The smell that came from him, disgusting, horrible. Spoiled eggs with a mix of Cheetos. Um, The other thing is there was long hair coming from every part of his body. Let me explain. Face, stay in the facial area, in the armpit area. The nose hair the nostrils, the armpits. And this was a guy, tall gentleman, big gentleman, tank top. Yes, it was summertime. It wasn't wintertime. It was summertime. Tank top, shorts, armpit hair, just flowing. And when it gets to a certain length, I think that you should cut something like that, especially if if people can see it on the outside of you. But nope, not this guy, not Todd. (laughs) Todd was a different, he was a different being. Nope, the hair was just flowing straight from his underarms, nostrils, uh, his ears. Uh, It's crazy. Even the hair on top of his head was not even done. They wasn't as presentable as you're supposed to be at a tournament. And like I said, Todd had a tank top, sweatpants, and during the game, and this turns to the sounds that were coming from him, he snorted and coughed. Now, out of all these distractions, do you think that I could play a perfect game? Do you think that as a as a kid in middle school that I could, I don't know, deal with all these things? No, I couldn't. It was impossible. Especially... I here's one thing about me that you don't know. I'm somewhat a germaphobe, literally a germaphobe. And when I say that, these are one of this is one of the things that I hate is when somebody during dinner, if we're all at a dinner table and 
one person decides that, oh, I need to blow my nose, and then they blow their nose at the dinner table while everybody's eating. If somebody did that, I would lose my appetite instantly. Instantly, I tell you, because I would, I would just throw away the food. Let's say I was eating soup and then you blow your nose. Do you think I'm thinking about the soup anymore? I, I don't care about how good the soup is. Now I'm just thinking about your snot. Why would you blow your nose? I was having an argument with somebody at work about this and they was like, oh, you do that? You think about that? Oh, I'm going to just... No, you're not, bro. <laughs> if you're doing that at my house, bro, you're getting kicked out. Literally. I told my wife on our first date, Hey, this is the thing that I like. And three months later, we went to Wendy's. We was eating our food. She did that. I threw away everything. I threw away the whole thing. It was the 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 four for four. Just threw away all the fries, the burgers. And she was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I told you this. I lost my appetite. I told you this the first day that I do not like people blowing their nose while I'm eating. At least wait afterwards. Or that's why there's a bathroom for all that stuff. But anyway, dang, I should have a segment called the H1 rant. Back back to the... I, I guess I went into that rant because I wanted you to know how badly I hated things of that nature. And I'm really infected by distractions. Especially all these that were going on. So this is how the game went. I remember being one of the last ones playing in this round. And everybody was waiting for us to finish. I was in an intense position. We was both attacking each other on the queen side and no pieces were on the king side. But I remember correctly that there is a lot of tactics happening on the queen side. But we got into this game and we and this middle game was epic. And I know that it was epic because it was favorable. For me, I remember thinking I was winning. I was winning and I... <sighs> anyway, let me not get ahead of myself. Todd did the most obscene thing ever on the chessboard. He brought out this napkin or whatever he brought out. I don't even care what he brought out. He brought out this random item Todd did and he blew his nose and when somebody with long nostrils blow their nose afterwards there's you're showing all the business that just came out of your nose because you didn't get everything you have to like stroke out the nostrils if it's that long after he blew his nose in a position that i was winning the position that i was tactically ready for it, I don't remember nothing else. I blacked out. And then a few moves later, I lost that game. My second USCF game, a tournament game, I lost. It was horrible. P Money knew that it was horrible after seeing my face after the game. And then I specifically told him all the problems that that person had with their whole body. You know, I don't mind somebody being comfortable at a tournament i don't mind if you have sweatpants but let it be clean i don't mind if you wear a t-shirt 
but let it be a clean t-shirt. Don't let it have a stain or don't, don't, you got to be presentable. I don't mind if you're trying to be comfortable, but from that tournament, from that experience that H1 had, there is such thing as being too comfortable where it distracts somebody else. You stump that person stumbled me from winning that whole tournament. I could have had a rating way higher than what it is now. <laughs> and I could have went places, but nope. Nope. The nostrils, the smell, which I can't believe the smell didn't attract the tournament director to be like, hey, nah, you you gotta shower. You gotta shower up. I don't care where you shower at. Like what what was he showering with for the aroma to reach me that that much? How could I have avoided all these distractions? How could I have did a better performance? Well, honestly, I don't think I could have avoided every last one of them. But it is important to learn to keep my concentration. It is important to learn how to keep concentration during things that happen unexpectedly. And maybe I could have had some headphones. Maybe plugged my nose or plugged my ears. I could have just had no sound at all. I should have kept focus at the board and not look at his underarm hair maybe. I should have never looked up to see Todd's face. But I was distracted. And we have eyes for a reason. How am I supposed to avoid that? Hey, let me give you a quote. There's a there's a cover on a book for a reason. And I always look at the cover first. And what I seen, he could have been the nicest person ever. But, and I didn't talk to him afterwards, just to let you know. But, Todd costing me a game with his distractions. And that's probably what he knew to do that. So, lesson for you. Keep your concentration. There's always worse experiences. If you ever get into an experience like this, be prepared. Be ready for it. Put on, <laughs> grab some shades. Put on, Get some earplugs, you know. Be, be ready for anything. Because at these small tournaments, if you're really trying to raise up the rating ladder, you're going to meet some weird, different people. And after this person, I met weirder people. I met completely different people afterwards. Just like I said before, I had a girl, after I beat her, cry in, in front of me. I had a girl cry and put her face on the chessboard. And she didn't settle the pieces like we were supposed to do. And she didn't want to go up to me to count our result. You have to be prepared for the unexpected. And you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. This is the waiting room segment. 
Chess History by H1. And the person we are going to be talking about today is Boris Spassky, a chess player, a Russian chess player, who was born January 30th, 1937. Born at St. Petersburg, Russia. Yes, it seems like all the chess champions were born in Russia from the beginning. He was a world champion between the years 1969 to 1972. He was married to his lovely wife between 1975 to 2016. And he had two kids. And yes, this is the person that Bobby Fischer beat, but Boris Spassky, he had a run. He had a three-year run. Give him some credit. Don't, don't be like that. Thank you for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is H1. We're about to be ending this episode. I mean, I thought this was the intro. I was about to be like, let's run it back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your anticipation was uh I'm I'm sorry. I have nothing exciting to say after this. But I'm happy. I'm glad that you were able to sit through this. And please follow this. Follow this podcast if you want to be notified about the next episode. Thank you for listening in and stay in tune. I appreciate all of you. This has been a this has been a passion for H1 for a while. And I'm happy that I can do what I'm passionate about, which is talking about chess. Talking about practical ways to make your chess better and what to expect. So stay tuned as I go through the next episode with some more chess knowledge. Peace.